from the CU Public Health District. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, Looks good. Like you might have a little spring coming out today. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're good. Glad to have you with us today. Welcome, Julie. Uh, I want to get into what's been leading the news, and I know the Public Health District has been concerned about this. Two people have died in Illinois, including one from Peoria County. Severe bleeding from using synthetic cannabinoids, sometimes called spice, K2, or fake weed. Tell us about this epidemic that's happening. Well, unfortunately, another person has died. Um, so there are three deaths associated with this outbreak now and 114 cases. Um, the most cases are in Tazewell County, which is over by the Pekin East Peoria area. And <clears throat> luckily, we haven't had any cases in Champaign. But the, this synthetic cannabinoids, they are, they call them fake weed or legal weed. And it's basically just some kind of dried plant material. It can literally be anything. And they've sprayed some kind of chemicals on them, and then they sell it. And the issue is they're always, you know, messing with the chemical and trying to skirt the law. And this time they have sprayed it apparently with rat poisoning, whether it's intentional or unintentional. And um, what rat poisoning does is makes your blood incapable of clotting. So you're, they're seeing kids with and adults even with, you know, profuse, severe bleeding. And they can bleed out from the eyes. They can cough up blood. They can have blood in their urine and stool, um, just any place, you know, blood can not when your blood doesn't coagulate it can just mm -hmm. come out all kinds of places severe nosebleeds so it's a it's a super dangerous thing as you can imagine smoking rat poisoning would be yeah so what what we've done in champagne is the minute we heard about this luckily we have a kind of an extensive network on you know social media and with the media and so we got that out the first thing i did was get it out to my staff because we have staff out in the field whether they're out, you know, in restaurants or in schools or wherever, or with directly with clients. So we educate them first so they can answer questions and get the information out. And then we actually went out, I went out to, I don't even know how many, all the convenience stores, um, tobacco shops, uh, liquor stores, places that are known to have sold this type of stuff in the past. And I spoke directly to them and basically told them, you know, kids are dying, so if you're have any of this get rid of it and we looked and we didn't see any and um, places have been super cooperative they've hung our flyers up and so far knockwood we haven't had any cases and i now, hope we can continue now julie this is normally a product that's not dangerous right well it it actually is dangerous because you never know what you're getting it okay. it is illegal it's been illegal here for a long time but of course you know like I tell people, there's also a speed limit out there. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, the, the thing is, just because something's illegal doesn't mean people are getting their hands on it. And now, of course, they're able to also order stuff off the Internet. So it's not good enough that we just check with all the stores. We really have to educate people that if you, if you have this stuff, get rid of it. And if you, you know, and talk to your kids about it. Don't assume that, that just because you don't know about it, they're not doing it. Make sure they know about it, and if they have it, get rid of it, and that they can become little ambassadors out there for us and educate others. When you hear because a message, think, go ahead, Julie. I'm sorry? I, oh, I, I just said kids, kids think it's okay because it's, you know, 
legal or they find it being sold somewhere or it's in catchy little packaging and stuff. So they assume it's somehow okay. Now, that to us means it's somehow regulated, which it is not, but and it is illegal. But the kids don't always know that. And some kids who might not normally do other things may do this because they think it's a safe alternative. It is not. And they're used recreationally. It is not medical cannabis, so it's in a whole class <laughs> on its own. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Medical cannabis is, can, is different. And I've also, I got, after we took the flyers around to all these places, I got some calls from owners of some of the, the places that sell, you know, the CBD gummies, CBG gummies, the, the cannabis, sure. the, I don't even know what. It's chewable, chewable marijuana. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah, and it doesn't have the THC. And I said, no, this has nothing to do with this. This is basically this. It looks comes in a little, you know, a lot of times a little silvery package, and it looks all festive. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to encourage people to to buy it. But it's literally right now they're they're buying and smoking poison. And Julie. I know it shouldn't have to be said, but we just went through the Tide Pod Challenge where don't put detergent in your mouth. And now there's a condom snorting activity where you put it in your nose until it comes out of your mouth and people are taking videos and posting these online. As public health director, how do you get it out there that this is probably not a great idea? Well, I mean, that's one of those things. This is not new, believe it or not. We knew about this several years ago that people were doing this and posting it online. It Apparently, I don't know how this starts. Like somebody takes anatomy and realizes, oh, hey, if I suck something up my nose, I can pull it out my mouth. You can do that with all kinds of things. Don't do that. That's not a good thing. Uh, people have done all sorts of things, aspirate on it, and get it stuck in there and choke. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just not smart. But, you know, as... As adolescents, you do a lot of things that aren't smart. So all we can do is just, you know, let kids know that that there's things out there that aren't smart, and you're not invincible. But that's a that's a tough thing to do. We're talking with Julie Pride from the Public Health District. Did did you feel that uh, the internet sometimes just is a proponent of bad behavior? Well, I think that. Part of what we're seeing now that we didn't have before, I mean, it's bad enough that these things can be sold in stores and you can go in and, but at least, you know, public health or the police or whoever can go into the stores and make sure it's not being sold. There's a little bit of a check and balance. But when you can buy anything you want practically on the Internet, um, it's, it makes it harder. But, and then you have to just try to reach as many of the people as you can directly because you're not being able to go in and just, you know, confiscate something or, or, which we were not doing, by the way, but you can go in and deal with it at the, at the point of the source of sale because the source of sale isn't local anymore always. Julie, the Champaign-Urbana Public Health District does so many things and has so many services, such as providing dental home for children living in Champaign and Urbana. You help people fill out Medicaid paperwork and the compassionate use of medical cannabis program. You can have help filling that out. All of the programs that you have, how could somebody listening who is maybe unsure of their health benefits and things like that, where should they start with your agency? Well, Anyone can call into the agency, and uh, whoever answers the phone should be able to direct them to the right place. I take, you know, thousands of calls a year, and I'm more than happy for somebody just to call and ask for me. I don't mind that a bit because I will 
get them to the right place. So, you know, call them there. Look on our website. We have a newly revamped website, which I really like. I think it's much easier to use. It's great. It's and very user-friendly. Yeah, and it's now it's maxim- or it's optimized for the phones, which, you know, good thing I have people around me who know how to do this stuff. Because <laughs> I yeah. don't, but it, it's really, you know, we're always trying to keep up on things. We're always trying to improve things, and including our building and our space, and we're always getting feedback from clients so that we know, you know, what, what might be a better direction to go on something. But anyone can either email me at, you know, jpride, P-R-Y-D-E, at c-uphd.org. They can go in through our website. You can submit on our, on our actual uh, website, you can submit a question, which goes to me. It says info or something, and it'll ask a question. You can report a restaurant that you think is having an issue. You can report um, a foodborne illness that you think you have. You can report somebody, you know, breaking the Smoke-Free Illinois Act and smoking and ruining your time at a restaurant or whatever outside of a restaurant. So those things are just clickable links on there. And then you can always use the old-fashioned phone. All right. Julie Pride from the CU uh, uh, PhD this morning. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. You are welcome. You guys have a nice spring day. You You too. too. Julie, thank you. All right. We got more coming up on DWS.